Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 105. I am B. I'm Chick. And I'm Chris. And I'm the guest. Special guest. <laughs> Special That's guest right. in the house. Comedian Nick Talelli, uh, comedian slash rapper. Um, Former comedian, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> Former say. comedian. Um, Nick Talelli, thank you for coming on. What's up, buddy? Nothing, man. I'm just. I've been bugging me to get you back on for a while. Oh, he's been bugging me. Do you know he's he was our first guest? When I look back, because I was curious what number it was, and it says first guest. You were our first guest of all time. That's yeah. amazing. I was just telling B. I wanted to post that story that I told you about when I called that girl a cunt. Because that is a that's one of my favorite things. Because that just happened when I saw you guys. I know. I love that story. You should yeah, call more like, people. Once. Yeah, definitely, definitely get that going. I forget what. I, I don't think you wanted to post it at the time. Uh, you know what it was? I was gonna. I was like, "Yo, clip that. Send it to me. I'm gonna tag her in it and be like, yeah." And uh, then I thought about it. I'm like, "What am I? What am I doing? I'm two years in comedy." <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking enemies with feminists, and I'm, I'm going to let them ever, you know just, what I'm saying? Yeah. going out of his way to pick a fight with a – I mean, not going to lie, I wish you should have – I think you should have done it. That would have made some funny stuff, but, you know, I get it. It probably would have, and but then, you know, then I would have – this is what I was thinking. She was going to retort, and then I'd have to retort. I'm like, I don't even have that energy. It's a lot of time. Yeah, it's a lot of time, and it's just how I want to come swinging out the box. You know, nobody knows who I am. Let me make sure to fucking, you know, <laughs> Well, that's what 50 Cent some. did. It worked for 50 Cent. If you're going to be a rapper, I mean. Well, again, my new career, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly how to handle it. Yeah, As I play with a butterfly knife, I'm just like. You know what? You're unfiltered, man. I like it. Yeah, well, I should be filtered, Chick. I'm not gonna we lie. all should be filtered. <laughs> I, shouldn't even, I shouldn't even be allowed to have a podcast. But I know. That's what it is. I know. I believe you. <laughs> so what is uh what has been going on though? What are you doing during this quarantine? Kind of chilling, honestly. I've been enjoying the fucking free time. Watch and you're the at Long Island now, right? You're in Brooklyn. I'm in Brooklyn now. Yes, I, dude. The past six months, I've done everything you shouldn't do for a virus. I moved to an overpopulated area, started using public transport, and then got a job at a hospital. <laughs> you got a job at a hospital? Yeah. yeah. And you still what are you working doing at a hospital? Clean up shit and piss. Oh, sounds like fun. So all the stuff that may have the bacteria. All the virus bro. stuff. Oh, yeah, bro. I might, like, again, I'm, I'm either built up an immunity or I'm, I might as well just be kissing people who have it on the mouth at this point because what the Because <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, we used to work in the OR department and we would just do, we would do, like, turnover rooms. Like, so people would have surgeries and then we'd go in there, clean it up, and then get ready for the next surgery. But now, because of nobody's going in to do surgery, so all the ORs are shut down. So we're just kind of like, they're all we're all just preparing for the storm that's ahead so we're like moving patients out putting them in like uh like patients who already have something else like broken legs or heart disease okay putting them separately from wherever all these patients are going to come from but we haven't gotten the big surge yet don't get me wrong there's definitely some patients there but just not yeah what are we allowed to ask you what hospital Uh, i don't want to say okay nope but um that's probably i'll tell you i'll tell you this though uh, all the boroughs are getting hit first. And I think that's because that's where the population of New York City really lies. And like, you know, Elmhurst yeah. is losing a lot of people. Yeah, I'm Elmhurst sure is crazy, yeah. that hospital. Yeah. That's nuts, man. The hospitals are just getting overrun. People don't like, like B, you were saying with your sister who's, you know, pregnant right now. It's just the whole situation is just going nuts with people doing other things at the hospital that they need. 
They can't yeah. even do it. We we're going to try to get my sister on, but she's about to give birth like any minute. Um, and she's going to only be in the, when she does it, apparently she's going to be in and out of the hospital in like 12 hours. They're going to send her in, have the baby and head back home. It's because they, totally they don't crazy. have room for yeah, it's actually a drive through. To talk about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's gonna pull up to like onto a McDonald's, spread open in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys the ever see those stands? The yeah. people who cut up mangoes and the doctor just has scalpel and shit out. <laughs> Little Dominican with a hat. Okay, lady. Like, like the same way people change tires in NASCAR, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a pit crew comes out. Oh, that would be amazing. You just uh, keep your back door open. We're going to come in. Front, <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's it. See you later. Oh, shit. But that's what they're doing. They're making people give birth, making sure they don't die, and then sending them on their way. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm good. You like this way of life, though, right? I do, it. man. I think this is a cutting out nonsense and all, like, the excess shit. Waiting. Right. And, yeah, you know? It's just like... People sit in these things and they build up these bills too. And it's like, why was I even there for these last two days? Yeah. Well, I think this whole thing is going to be uh, exposing it. We're going to learn a lot from it. Like, a lot of people have conspiracy theories about this right now about how, oh, this is the government's way of controlling and blah, 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 which it could have been. But the, the reality is, this virus is real. And what they're, it, I don't think the conspiracy is making us do things or the effect of the economy, but they're learning. There's no way they aren't learning. Like, wow, oh. if we, they're all afraid and they did, they all lined up to go inside afterwards. Yeah. And oh, yeah. We're also going to see corporations are smart. I mean, you think they're not looking at all the things that people are stacking up during this quarantine to know what us people can't live without, you know, like yeah. we need to be yeah. trapped it's in? Like, it really is. It's like they know, yeah. all right, in a fucking cre in a, in a crazy situation this is what everyone wants to buy exactly paper. so watch in a year how much toilet paper is going to be because of this one they know they're like, going to fucking they're going to jump this shit oh hell yeah they're going to put that like a shortage of to toilet paper watch people just start fucking up in the price on that oh absolutely oh it's going to be like getting gold oh yeah completely they know dude because if here's the if i'm dumb enough to realize that you think corporate head isn't going to figure this kind of shit out right oh yeah That's a good point my whole thing is, I think uh, the, the conspiracy theories right now are they're a little crazy, but they're all, there's some stuff that's kind of believable in it. So, I mean, it's just, you know, who the fuck knows? Of course, there's going to be conspiracies with everything. Yeah, yeah. I just, and like, I don't know. you know, some of the stuff is believable, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I fall down the wormhole when it comes to conspiracies. My favorite one, though, was that Tom Hanks never really had it. What happened was they served papers. Uh, because Harvey Weinstein outed him as one of the pedophiles. And so he was actually held up in prison the whole time. And uh -huh. his wife was the only one releasing videos because of the whole scenario. So they both had to pretend they had it instead of saying that they were in jail. <laughs> Which I like that one. That's, that's like a good it. one. That's a good one. That is a good one. No plot holes in that. <laughs> Out of plot holes. <laughs> but I think, um, listen, I love a, conspir a good conspiracy theory. I don't, you know, I'm 50-50 on them. Some I, I think have some weight to them and a lot don't. I like, yeah, like, the ones good. that are feasible. But I like the crazy ones, too, because they're interesting. Oh, they're fun? They're fun. The crazier, yeah, fun. funner, yeah. Yeah, the crazier, the more fun they are. Like, that with Tom Hanks is great. That's fantastic. I never even heard that one. Yeah, I have But I'm either. on board with it. <laughs> his his son, Chet, started it. Chet. Oh, Chet. Yeah. He's hilarious. That guy's unbelievable. Chick, you finally saw Chet, right? I finally saw Chet, and he might be my 
this is why I love Tom Hanks because even the babies he produces are funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just it's the guy really thought he was Jamaican for a little bit. Well, he was the one. I don't know if you guys know this too. Is that he was the one trying to start a petition to allow white guys to say the n word? No. no. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow, man. I, I looked that up, hey, bro. I'm telling you. That's bold. I, I didn't oh, know I, that. Got to delve into this even more now. Jesus, this guy is – this guy's this, unbelievable. This, this is one of those, those fucking wormholes you could really go Chet's going to have his own Tiger King documentary. <laughs> yeah, here it is. I, I got it up right now. Uh, Tom Hanks' son slammed for defending use of N-word. This is on CNN in 2015. <laughs> uh <laughs> Chester Hanks, son of actor Tom Hanks and actress Rita Wilson, is under fire for a series of Instagram posts in which he defends his use of the N-word. The spying rapper, who also goes by Chet Hayes, Chet says, Hayes. He, <laughs> says he uses racially charged words. I want to be doing, uh, me and him are going to produce a song together. That's yeah. going to be my goal. Hip-hop, ready? He goes, hip-hop isn't about race. It's about the culture you identify with, Hanks said, adding the most people do not understand his position. Other video, he said, the N-word is an unspoken thing between people who are friends, who understand each other. It's like, I don't need to hear this from a white kid. You, you don't want to hear this from Tom Hanks' son. Like, no, do you no. think Master yeah. Pickles look at this? Like You're like, word, motherfucker. Yeah, like, exactly. Eminem, there would be some sort of credibility to it, but this, this is Tom Hanks' son. Dude, I just watched a podcast with uh, Eminem. He was on um, Mike Tyson's podcast, and I was really looking forward to it because I thought, like, wow, this he never does podcasts and be in depth. Yeah. Mike Tyson just goes to him, yo, use the, and calls him the N word. He goes, use the one of that. Eminem just stood there, like, Mike, what do you want me to say to that? Like, how am I going to respond to this? You know what I'm saying? Be like, word, yo, I always felt that way. Nobody agreed, right? And the whole podcast was so disappointing because it really, like, you know, Mike Tyson's fucking shot. Yeah. He smokes yeah. himself stupid. And the whole thing, I, I was telling B and fucking Labrisi this, it literally felt like Eminem was just talking to his Down syndrome niece. I didn't even know Mike Tyson had a podcast. I didn't know that either, and I can't imagine it being good. I can't it's imagine a- it being bad, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're he right, Stick. Welcome to somebody who loves OJ Simpson's Twitter page. That's oh, true. That's how true. Could you not? Well, it's great. Hey, but that's what I'm saying. Well, how could you not? Like, I don't love OJ Simpson's Twitter page because I think he's a great guy. I think it's fucking hysterical that OJ Simpson got away with murder and now is preaching fucking about every major thing that goes on in the world in Twitter. I know. And it teaches people how to have a proper backstroke while doing so, you know? <laughs> he's golfing. He's golfing every fucking day. That's dream right now. It makes me angry that he has, that he's able to golf, he's able to do this. It just bothers it makes me. You angry? Yeah. I think it's America, bro. Justice. Yeah. He won't. To be fair, B, he's been through a lot. He deserves a bar. We call You're him right. This time. He yeah. did lose a wife. <laughs> he, did lose, he did lose his wife. He's a widower. And they blamed him for the murder, bro. Like, this guy's going through a lot of shit. Yeah, he had his, all that stress. They melted uh, down his Heisman, bro. I know. God, B. <laughs> What do you yes. want him to do? Work in an airplane factory and fucking assemble parts? <laughs> I guess you're right. You guys changed my mind. 
He deserves it. I'm going to go follow him on Twitter. Does he have an Instagram? Does he have a podcast? Yeah, but it doesn't matter because he talks to Twitter like he doesn't realize that every, every Twitter post is a video post. It's like it's a just new a, podcast every time. Yeah, the whole thing doesn't make sense. The greatest because, thing about his stuff, though, is the comments right after. It's just like, like the, knife. knife emoji. <laughs> yeah. It's murder. <laughs> it is one of the most entertaining posts and comment sections out there on the internet. Yo, I'll be honest, though. I don't blame him for wanting to release video instead of writing because he's like, whatever I say, I have to be specific. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. You know, I used to hate OJ, but in his older age, I'm team OJ now, I guess. When did that change? Was was it when Twitter, when he started getting on Twitter and connecting with people? When I realized how much that... He's just one of us. He's and, just a regular uh, just guy. A guy. He has marital <laughs> problems. Just a guy. I think, you know, I just, just once he's, you know, once I realized how great he was in Naked Gun and he started coming out of Twitter, how could I dislike this guy? How great he was in Naked Gun. <laughs> That's true. He had, he had a real great appearance. What did he do? He just, he was a coach in it, right? No, he was the other police guy who always got fucking killed. Well, not killed, but shot and thrown. Oh. Like, he won when, the, when they went with Queen Elizabeth. He was in a wheelchair, and they pushed him over the fucking... Oh, yeah. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, I haven't seen him yeah, in a while. The thing with OJ, it's just crazy what he was. Like, you watch that ESPN that had that OJ documentary, and what he was to the country, just... He was, like, everything that you could want to be. And for <laughs> him to just go to where he went, it's, it's unbelievable. But to be fair, he kind of did... He carried that all, even throughout his crimes because he did everything that a person would want to do make it in football have a career sustainability a-list actor and he even got to kill his wife and get you know away with people it. look up people look up to that in america <laughs> look at all right. the guys in the nfl getting caught you for just hitting his wife yeah i know yeah, right. <laughs> he damn near beheaded her and he's fucking fine yeah yeah really I bet that was the defense in court, too, from the guy. What was his name? Who clocked his wife in the hotel elevator? Capitation and, or like, just a, a, a straight murder. I, just I don't think know why murder sh- is different. I don't know why the shock people have about football players who, are like, have this kind of violent streak and, like, are killing. Like, look what they do. Like, that, that yeah. should just be, like, that's just what it is. Yeah. We have to get over it as a yeah. country and let them do their thing, you know? come with a parental advisory stick <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> if someone's gonna date them know what you're getting into well yeah. dude if you're gonna be hitting with a defense you're gonna be hanging out with a defensive lineman whose job it is to literally just obliterate anyone in his line of sight on as a career like that is his mental mentality if you're hanging out with him having a drink and don't expect something to go awry like, that's kind of on you a little bit. I'm not even, like, you know, from a real standpoint, these guys are fucked up. Yeah, the yeah. wires aren't connected. <laughs> they're not all there. Yeah. And, make, and their job is literally just smashing their head against somebody else. And it's like hanging happen. out with a fucking criminal and being surprised when they steal something. Yeah, exactly. Dude, <laughs> and also, so it's like, the, you ever see, like, coaches during, like, practice and, like, it's almost like a – um, like an affirmation. Yeah, they mentally tra- like train you to think like that. It's just destroy, kill. Imagine four hours of practice, someone saying destroy, kill, and maim somebody. Yeah. And you think you're just gonna release yourself into the world? Yeah. And then be you okay. And then, kids are playing you, and then your wife fucking doesn't yeah. cook you. Your wife just, like take out the garbage, <laughs> and he just uh, you know throws her into a cabinet. Yeah. 
He actually puts her in a glad bag and puts her outside. Oh, man. He puts her in a glad bag. That's why these guys lose it. I don't, I mean, listen, I'm not condoning I don't blame them. I don't condone it, but I get You were a football player, right, Chick? You played for the Hawks. Yeah, it was great, bro. It was great. And you have a criminal record, so you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I check that's every very box true. that one. Maybe that's that's hilarious. After you got arrested and you write like a memoir, it's like, I'll tell you, it all started in, in Pee Wee Hawks. I had Jimmy Essick as a coach. And it... <laughs> <laughs> Is hey, it things such as Pee Wee CTE? I think I got it. I gotta look back. I'm gonna donate my brain to science when I die. Yeah, you should you do should. that, no matter what. Yeah. No matter. I'd love to know what's going on up there. Effects of extreme marijuana usage. Do you know think- what my favorite? One of my favorite stories, though. Do you remember the Latrell Sprewell? How he choked out Colosimo. So yeah. So he had speaking of coaches that just go nuts on their players. Back in the '90s, Latrell Sprewell was a big. He was a pretty good basketball player. Played for the Warriors. He just snapped and choked his coach. Like, just <laughs> took him out. PJ Colissimo. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's and then so- he, he ended up having a great career. He, he played the rest of his career. He came back on the Knicks and killed it. Yeah, he brought the Knicks to the finals. You know what, though? I kind of like that, mostly because these coaches, like, they, you know, you want to think about it. These guys are Warriors, and I mean this in the utmost respect. The way they play, the way they are athletically – you're literally playing in a tiger's cage talking shit to these people. Yeah. So I'm surprised yeah. it doesn't happen more often. Where guys yeah, these like, coaches, oh. yeah, some of them are just straight this would work is because you Don't never know if this guy is up to his third or not. Like, you wouldn't act like such an entitled asshole I, because you'd be like, this guy might be, he might have two left. I don't want to fight. He might have two left. Yeah. <laughs> he might have be, to be out of fights. Yeah, he should and be out of fights. That's a great, uh, that would, that would, Keep but now, here's the problem where you got to draw the line. When does a fight considered over? Like, is there an excessive beating? That There's got to be a referee it? everywhere at all times. No, you, you can't know what? I'm not, I'm not mad about the referee part because let's not say it's a – but, like, you have four minutes to beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah, time, t- time limit. And then, but then it goes into, like, I'm sure there'll be a court process and hearing where you're, like, <laughs> looking at a camera and the guy's like – well, you know, I didn't really start hitting them. Like, I'm just pushing them for the first three minutes. Now I'm hitting them, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Things would get dicey. Let's go to the cameras. Instant replay. When did the first hit start? Yeah. Clock Over a half start. hour. I don't know. But then can you go, well, I wanted to combine all three of my fights into one. So I just count as three fights. <laughs> I get 12 minutes on this one Nick, you're a guy that, that I can see getting you can you probably in high school got under a lot of people's skin, right? You were yeah. you were a shit talker. Yeah. You was, ever get into worse. anything? Any fights? I got into fights, but mostly I I I just rode the perception of what I could possibly do to somebody without actually getting physical. There's a lot of people that do that. Uh, and what I did was I was I was smart about it. Like once there's one instance where I got fucked up by one kid. And uh, but the, just the fact that I went after him the way I did, people just respected that. It was a lot of like I didn't I, like I'll go after certain people that were bigger than me, but I always knew that these guys I knew their psychological profile already. And to me, I'm I read them. I'm like I know they won't actually do any harm to me because they're afraid of getting in trouble. 
right? Yeah. And you can read that on people that other people can't. So I would always start shit with those tough guys who would act that way and just push them down. So that gave me the reputation. Well, at least he'll keep going, right? It's crazy, man. That yeah. nigga's crazy. That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm looking both ways. I'm like, all right, I can't call this guy a faggot until I see the gym teacher at least five feet away so I know he'll break it up before anything serious happens. They don't you realize know? how much is really going on in there. Oh, none at all. I did this one time too. There's this kid who was this kid I actually hated, and I really did just want a piece of him, but I didn't expect what was gonna happen to me. But when it happens, you kind of just I garnished respect from it. In tenth grade, I'm I'm still short now. I'm like five, five seven, five eight maybe. But I was five four in tenth grade, maybe even shorter. This guy was six five, all star everything, lacrosse, football, and we had a lot of beef within our crew. Like we were like the the outsiders in a lot of situations. There's like a long story that goes behind it, who they were associated with, and uh, it was the last four days of school. And I remember my friend goes, faggot, as he was passing by. And he comes back, <laughs> right? And this is the health hallway. Hell thing. That is a farming move right there. Oh, that yeah. Is a oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he comes back and he goes, who said it, huh? Who said it? And I just go, I'm like, we're in health. It's like third period. You ain't going to do shit. I go, I said it, even though it wasn't me. Just I wanted a piece of him so badly. I, just came up <laughs> I go, I said it. He didn't even wait to gather who I was. He just picked me up, threw me again. And like, now, now my feet are dangling like this. <laughs> and he's just pushing me down and just ringing me. And I'm, in my head, I go, I can only hit him when he hits me in the face. I don't know where that rationale came in. To yeah, you got to go, bro. So I waited till he hit me in the face. And so he's still slamming me. I'm like, just hit me in the face already so I can hit back. Idiot, idiotly. You know, meanwhile, my head's just being fucking <laughs> like this. Right? And your bell rung against a concrete wall. <laughs> I know, but he never hit me in the face. You gotta, you know? And so he starts shaking me and then hits me into um, a classroom door. And you know where the door hinge clicks? Where you, like, yeah. Where it goes, like, yep. whatever that thing is. I hit that in the back of my head, and that's when I really got my hell bell rung. And at that point, I'm like, boom. And I'm, like, really fucking going in. We're rolling around the classroom into the desk. Oh, this is a great – you know how great the day was for everybody else in class? Completely. Probably awesome. The health teacher, I know, he was always roaming around. So when I even rolled into the classroom, he wasn't even there to stop it because he was always fucking around the hallway. You guys remember Mr. Uh, – God, I forgot his name. I know exactly who you're talking about. Isn't it Corcoran? No, not Corcoran. It was a different guy. Uh, bald, Mr. Bush. No, not Mr. Bush. Mr. Uh, Henning? Yeah. Henning. Yes, Henning. Oh, Henning. I had Henning. And he would always go into, like, that other other health teacher's hallway who we were obviously having sex with and just didn't like <laughs> Right? So he was out doing that, trying to flirt while I'm getting my ass kicked by a 6'5", you know, uh, lacrosse player. And we're fighting. Now we're rolling into on top of each other. And I'm like, now I'm just I'm seeing red and I'm going crazy. And... Um, they pull us apart, and that's when I start getting tough again. I'm like, I'll fucking kill you and all your crew. I'm like, just <laughs> right? and and I'm I'm losing it, and then there's blood everywhere, and I'm just like, and I'm like, yeah, I made that motherfucker bleed. Fuck you, pussy. And then I go like, I go like this, <laughs> and it's just gushing. Oh, <laughs> And I, but I kept a straight face. I just goes, and I just, I, I wouldn't let him have it. And make so, it till you make it, bro. Exactly. I had to get four staples in the back of my head. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was I had much staples it. in my head when I got into a car accident once because I was smoking pot while doing deliveries for a deli. And, uh, 
I was making a turn and I didn't see the car coming and I fucking got reamed. My bowl fell into the floor. The pot fell out. I call up uh, my brother because he was the one who was running the deputy. He comes over. I give him my bowl and stuff. I'm like, dude, you got to stash this. Some other guy, first guy on the scene, comes to the car, reaches down. He goes, dude, you might want to do something with this. I bag the weed and I tell him, just take it and throw it out. <laughs> throw it out. And the guy threw it down the drain. <laughs> Wait, the guy that I, did you? No, it was a random guy trying to help a good Samaritan. A good, a good Samaritan. <laughs> <laughs> a good Samaritan. Think about it. That guy stopped anything. The guy hid my drugs. A random fucking person hid my drugs. That's you know, why I love Farmingdale. It's, I, love I, I was about to say, I, I had a buddy that right on uh, 109 or something, I was following him. We were going somewhere. He had a bunch of weed. He had a bunch of beer. And he just blew a red light and got slammed. <laughs> and the first thing he did was hop out of his car and give me an 18-pack of Budweiser and, like, a bag of weed. And he's like, just leave. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and we all smoked his weed. It was the greatest afternoon of my life. You know, uh, story from a farming, a farming guy older than us, he was uh, making a turn on motor – no, on 109 off of uh, Main Street. And he fell out of his car because he had a Jeep with no doors while he was making the turn. And his car slowly rolled into another car that was waiting at the red light. And then he ran away and was wanted. His picture wow. was serious. His he ran picture away? was most wanted in Long Island or Nassau County. You know how they do that like every Monday or whatever? I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, mugshot Monday? That's the funniest thing that uh, Nassau County Police Department does. Mugshot Monday. (laughs) That's the best when you see somebody you know. Oh, dude, I know. This kid Perry DeMarco was on there and he was (laughs) fucking losing it. And he was already a strange kid and just the fact that he was on Mugshot Monday. Dude, I check that every day. Mugshot Monday. Hilarious. Thank God I never made Mugshot Monday and I had a couple. I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah, I think I don't know. You were never on the run. Yeah, I think that's. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was always on the sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Chick, do you actually have a mugshot? Did you get like? I never got it. I would love to see my mugshot. I smiled in him. Why you be upset? It is what it is. Yeah. I'd be upset. Yeah, I'm sure Schumann Williams felt the same way. <laughs> <laughs> you know why be upset? <laughs> I mean, they weren't crazy crimes I got caught for, too, in my defense. That is true. It wasn't like I got nailed for murder or anything like that. It was just stupid shit that I knew at the end of the day wasn't going to result in anything serious. Did you ever see anybody that worked with you talk to you about that afterwards and see, like, the blowback after that happened, like, the company? Oh, yeah. And I know a bunch of people who still work for the company to this day. They say I'm a legend. Oh, it's hilarious. I'm a legend. B won't say it. He won't tell you that. I worked for the company, too, and and everybody, when as soon as I was like, yeah, I was friends with Chick, they're like, oh, yeah, that guy. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's never like any talk of legend. They're like, oh, I'm surprised they hired you. Oh, everybody loved me who I worked with. Maybe not the bosses, but everybody else did. Yeah. I was a great co-worker. You're always a great co-worker. Yeah, you, I could see that. Because yeah. you you were probably a great manager, too, because you have no, like, responsibility. I gave my delivery driver a vacation, a paid vacation, without the company's knowing. Wow. Well, you also right. stole products from them without them knowing, so. <laughs> I was a team player, <laughs> bro. Not the, not the best needed. company in the world, honestly. <laughs> my guy needed it, bro. He was a great. He was a good dude. 
That's nice. But B, what? How they react when you're like, "Yeah, I'm starting a podcast with chick." Oh my god! (laughs) I wasn't really saying anything, but I was showing up to work, and there was guys that I didn't even know. They're like, "Oh, you're on that podcast with uh, with 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 uh, chick, right?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." And I was just like, I don't want people to hear this podcast that I work with. And he's I was putting it out to people. I was telling everybody. And uh, yeah, so it was it was embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Fuck you, embarrassing. <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to you. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give you your next kidney, so don't talk shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you yeah. his. That'll 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 go well. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He can't even sit still in the car. He's fucking yeah, out know. of breath from sitting and smoking a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> out of the kidney I want. <laughs> I should put that. I should be a donor on my. I always wanted to put that. I want to be a donor on the Nobody's back. Nobody's taking my, your shit. Nobody is. But yeah. I always get nervous that they're gonna let you die too. You know what? Ron White has a hilarious joke. He goes, on the back of, like, I'm not like everybody else. On the back of my license, there's a list of organs I need. (laughs) (laughs) He's great. Did you guys watch Segura's new stand-up? No, I haven't seen it. Not yet. All right. Did you? It was good. Yeah, I thought it was very funny, actually. He he ended it with a a bang, bro. I was dying. Dude, you got to watch Jim Norton's Half Hour Degenerates. That's one of my favorite oh, stand-up specials. What is it on? Uh, Netflix. That's it's, on Netflix. Yeah, me and my oh, cousin watched it. it then, but I'll, I'll look at it if I didn't see it. I think I have. I'll Jim tell you Norton. what. He's the best, man. He, uh, he had the funniest jokes. Like, he was the best one on that special. But Bob Kelly killed the hardest. Like, the audience loved him the yeah, most. Yeah. But Jim Norton, I thought, was way better. Yeah. I like Bobby, too. but You know what's funny? I, I'll never forget the one special of Bill, uh, Bill Burr's that I watched on Netflix. And the audience, like, I thought it was a weird special to put out there because it didn't seem like the audience was really feeling it. The whole which fucking one, thing. Which one is this? I get the name of it. It was not his last one, but the one prior to it, I believe. Like, is it the black and white one? It might have been. It might have been. Yeah, the black and white know. one was, was weird. I don't know. Like the crowd, and he was even saying it a couple times. I don't know. It was just a weird special to me. To was it the look. Nashville one where he had on that uh, black shirt with stars yes. on it? Yeah, yeah. I thought oh, yeah. the same way. That was weird. Yeah. That, that was a good special. I thought he was good. I just think the crowd was like, I, was I, I, I just like the crowd wasn't feeling him. I think that I was think one that of his special weaker specials. He could have he could have gone another six months before putting that out, and maybe I don't. know. I agree with you. I think I that was his last know. special, right? No, no, maybe it was one, but it was the one prior to his last. Yeah, one prior to his last, because he, because I think after that special, he even started saying he's like, I needed to give more time to my shit. He didn't. He he felt the same way about it. Yeah, he can't. Oh, all right. He just there just wasn't enough time. It it seemed with that one, like all the it was good material. Jeez, I mean he's burr, but it just if another six months or something to tighten some of that stuff up, then it would have been. It would have been a lot, lot better. Yeah. I agree. That wasn't crazy because I, I wasn't sure if I was the only one who felt that when he watched it. No, I agree with him. I agree with B. So what is, what's going on with these comics right now? Like, are you in like a – is it like a funk impossible to write right now without writing about I feel them? amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm quitting. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit. I, uh, I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start my new career as a lyricist. I'm done yeah, doing this Now, shit. what do you got going on here? So how long have you been <laughs> – Look, when did you, so you quit comedy and now you're a rapper and I I'm happy uh, because you were you were you were a good comedian, but you're a better rapper. I've always felt that way. Yeah, 
You know what? If you're a better rapper, you were one of my favorite comedies or comics around here. Now I can't wait to hear you rapping. Because let me be honest, dude. If I had to think about my whole, I, I had a, this quarantine gave me a lot of time to reflect, chick. Yeah. And as most things, you reflect, you learn about you. So I started thinking, okay, why do I like comedy, right? And I go, I didn't like comedy. I liked insulting people, right? <laughs> I don't like other people having fun but myself, right? Yeah. Which is why I think I'd struggle in certain rooms because I'm like, I don't, I don't want you guys to enjoy this. This is for me. But then I'm thinking, well, where does that come from? And then I go back to my childhood and I'm like, man, because I, I loved hip hop and I loved like battle raps, right? Yeah, and yeah. And if you think about it, comedy is like my comedic inspiration is Eminem's freestyles. That's my comedic inspiration, you know? Mm. So I go, I used to always just insult people because that's what I was good at. And I think it came from hip hop from this like fighting back and like, you'll fuck that guy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just, during this quarantine, since I'm not doing anything, I've just been falling in love with hip hop again. And like all these albums I just haven't been paying attention to because it's been going, 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 going. Yeah, yeah. That you just lose track of a lot of things that you used to like. So I just started really getting into it again. And I was like, oh yeah, I could, What's the difference? I can rap. I got plenty of punchlines to rap. So I wrote a few down. Now, so real quick, can you show the Eminem poster? Are you you buy that? Oh, yeah. I bought this on that Amazon. That's cool. That's, a, that's nice. the dopest Eminem poster I've ever seen. I do like that one. And you got Snoop Dogg and... Uh, but I like that Tupac. more. And then I got a Budweiser sign that I stole from a show that I did. I have the room he was such a always nailer, wanted. Bro, I can't even say it. You're, uh, you are a nailer by every fucking stole the Budweiser sign. Yeah. One of our friends used to steal. He went for about a year or two of stealing random bar light signs and stuff like that. Well, th that's my goal. I, I said to myself, whenever I have another bar show, I just want to steal something and put it up in my room. That was <laughs> the goal of mine. Here's a nice piece of wall art. <laughs> I know. I wanted to be like a, a picture of like the owner and his son and just put it in my room. Just have like personal memorabilia. <laughs> oh, so you need a beat or you have a beat set in? I want I want to hear what we got here. Uh here's the thing. you Chris, do you know do, can you grab a beat or do should I grab a beat? Um I don't know. But here's the thing. I don't have I'll be honest, I have I have lyrics, but I don't have my delivery yet or how I'm supposed to compose all these words into like, because there's a flow that's necessary with hip hop yeah. that you can have accents to. All I have, all I have is the words, baby. It's just my heart. Are you, you know? gonna be like a uh, satirical rapper? No, this is legit. No, this is real, man. Okay. <laughs> this is I real. real. <clears throat> now again, this is just words. I'm not gonna even put a beat yet. Or should I put a beat? Let me put a beat just to make it. If you can get a beat, I think it'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to beat to overplay you, though. I want to yeah. get a lyric, too, though. It's up to you. If you think you can go, no beat. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really want to create an ensemble. So let's see what, what beat I could do here. I love this. So right now, we're waiting for, uh, we're going to have, Nick is going to set up his little uh, human studio right now with a little beat and some. What do you think about that? Can you hear it? Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, A plus sounding right now on this, but it's good. Yeah. 
I don't know when this beat drops, so I'm not going to come in right away. Again, I'm still learning. Turn me up in the headphones. Ready? Uh-huh. Yeah. Bam. Three, two, one. And I'm dropping it. I'm crushing it while you're waiting for your turn. My words are so fire when they hit you, it'll cause you to burn. I'll take your ashes and put them in my grandfather's urn and pour them all over Laura Dern. I watch it stick to her body when it's mixing with my sperm only because she looks like your mother. I'll stand and watch you stutter. Then I'll cut your throat and watch you bleed in the gutter with the same knife you used to cut butter. I'm on a roll. I'm going for everything. I don't give a fuck. I'll leave you baffled, ready to run. Motherfucker, my words will confuse you more than Dwayne Wade's son. I don't give a fuck at all. I'll go eat dinner in Wuhan, China, and run around New York City licking every subway pole. You're a faggot, you're a bitch. I'll run circles around you while you skip and make you kiss my ass while the blood flows to the top of your dick. I'll be disappeared. You'll be hit, stand there scratching your head like, did I just get beat by a kid who was in special ed? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much all I got right now. Nah, that's pretty good, man. That was a lot better than I thought it was nah, going to be. No, it was very good. It was very good, man. You, you know, officially I, 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 lost your mind. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you wore an sure. Eminem poster and now you're doing this. I love it, though. It's great. No, dude, I, I, what I'm trying to, what I'm struggling with is what my name will be. But I, think I was just going to ask you. Yeah. I'm on uh yo it's good. You're on the podcast. You're on the Adult Babies podcast. Oh, what's up, Meadow? Oh, Meadow. Hey, what up, bro? How we doing? Yeah, so Meadow, so- do you know about his his rap career that he's launching? Yeah, I was just rapping in my room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, how you doing over there? My rap name's the predicament. How you doing? <laughs> oh, <I like laughs> predicament. That's good. I do like that. You guys a group or you guys each going solo? Well, we just found out we both rap. Yeah, this is the first <laughs> one of us. <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? Hope you're all good, and I'll let you uh, wrap it out. All right, buddy. Yeah, all right, man. Just fucking ripping sick bars, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got some good shit. You got some good shit. Yeah. All right, so maybe I'm, we'll collaborate. No joke. I started writing because Reggie Kush told me to start writing. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> you hear what he said? Was it Dwayne Wade's son? Yeah. Used. I like it attacking pop culture. I love attacking everybody. I think that's a good way to go. I think so too. So like uh what's the line here? It's um leave you baffled, ready to run. Motherfucker, my words will confuse you more than Dwayne Wade's son. I think I'm a slower rapper. I was trying to keep up to a tempo that's not really me. I think I'm more right. of like a delivery like like who can I say? Like Nas or Yeah, I'm like Nas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I was just like gonna say you went from right you just started and now he's already comparing himself to the best rapper, probably the nearest of all time. Oh, no, I get it. You're, even though Eminem may be an inspiration to you, you're not more of a quick Eminem style guy. You're more of like a uh, slow, like Can't a deliver. Yep, exactly. Hear my words. Hear my words. You gotta hear his words because a lot of them, there's there's heart in there. You know what, guys? Let's try it again. This time I'll slow it down a little bit. Slow it down. Slow I do. Down. Let's hear it slow. All right. Let me pull it out. Let me get this going. Should I get a different beat? Or we you got a slow beat now. Yeah. Unless you're that versatile and you could do a slow rap to that beat. That'd be pretty impressive. Do you have like, can you find a, a, a like an, 
early Nas beat instrumental. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what would go. Hip Hop's Dead. You remember that song? Of course, yeah. Yeah, that that might be good. You should do Cream. cream. Uh, not Cream. Cream's a slow beat. What'd you say? Cream. Cream. Maybe. Let me hear this first. What do you think about that? Or should I go Cream? I like, I'm a Wu-Tang bias. <laughs> All right, let's do Cream. Let's see what it is. Let's see how it sounds to me. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. Do, you know why? Because that's the same kind of tempo as well. Word up. Okay. Yeah, we're doing clean. All right, ready? Crushing it while you're waiting for your turn. My words are fire. When they hit you, it cause you to burn. And I'll take your ashes and put them in my grandmother's urn and pour it all over Laura Dern. Watch it stick to her body when I mix it with my sperm. Only because she looks like your mother. I watch you stand and stutter. I'll cut your throat and leave you bleeding in the gutter with the same knife you used to cut butter. I'm baffled. I'm leaving you standing there ready to run. Motherfucker, my words will confuse you more than Dwayne Wade's son. I don't give a fuck at all. I'll go out to eat, to eat in Wuhan, China, and run around New York City licking every subway pole. You're a faggot. You're a bitch. I'll run circles around you while you skip and make you kiss my ass while the blood flows to the tip of your dick. Paul is supposed to have the time poop. <laughs> you'll be disappeared. You'll be standing there scratching your head like, did I just get beat by the guy who goes to special ed? Bam. <laughs> <laughs> I you like, like it ODB. That was better. Remind me of ODB. How you're all, you know, a little like, uh, yeah, like uh, a bad, <laughs> like uh, the worst rapper in history. <laughs> no, I like ODB. I like He's underrated. Uh, I it sounded a lot better with the with the with the slower beat. You sort of you sort of went to the beat of it. I yeah. I like that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But that's uh, no, I mean, listen, you're early. You're early on in your career, so. Exactly. Me and exactly. Jimmy. It's only a matter of time. You'll find it. I got faith. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. But uh, so that's what I've been up to. I don't know what you guys do during the quarantine. We're trying to do, co you know, get better with cooking, but you're rapping. I mean, everybody's got their own little thing that they're uh, doing. Yeah, some people are working on a cure, but you know what? It's yeah, not going to be me. Music's oh. the cure, man. Lyric. <laughs> Music's the cure. <laughs> but, yeah. Do you think there ever, there's never going to be a cure? You think this is going to be over anytime soon, Nick? My prediction is that it's going to be uh, – well, listen, I'm biased. I want it over by September because I have three nights in Vegas coming my way for 500 bucks, <laughs> and I don't want – only kills 30,000 people a year. And I'm like, 30,000 people a year? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. And we haven't fixed that yet? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now we got two flus to worry about. Like, they're not even thinking about it from that aspect. Exactly. Every time something big comes out, they, you find out about something else that's been going on that's big, and they try and downplay that. Like, that's how they introduce new things to the world. Well, I just don't even, like, the panic I understand, and maybe it is necessary for us to sit inside, but has it always been necessary for us to sit inside? Like, I feel like the news is, this is the first time they're keeping track of something like this, and you see it on CNN. They have, oh, you know, another person died, and they're just tallying up, like, you just see, like, it's RBIs in a game. Yeah. 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 And also, where do they get that information from? Like, who's, is there, like, a patient 
dying and the nurse is like oh would you like to inform the family like hold on let me call chris cuomo first he needs to know which level we're at right now like <laughs> how do they get all these numbers i don't know well i'm sure there's probably a tally of something going at each hospital of corona related deaths on a death certificate i mean who knows but how specific are they to say there's underlying conditions all i see is numbers and oh, oh yeah and that's the other thing is that you don't really know what those numbers mean either exactly exactly 100%. They're just numbers right now. Yeah. So to me, and I'm I'm conspiratorial too, where it comes to like you're taking away our freedoms, and uh, I don't like how easily everyone just walked inside. What do you mean? How I don't do think you- it's as easy as you think, though, because I think there's a lot of people still out there, though. But I think the uh, like the rich elites, like people who are just like you know, you got Danny DeVito yelling at me to go inside, and then you got like Sophia Turner who was on um. Who's yeah. on Instagram live feed? That. Just stay inside. I don't care about your freedoms. I'm like, is that what we're boiling it down to? My I don't freedoms? care about your freedoms. <laughs> yeah, and it's easy for you to say you live in a place that you know you have a cappuccino machine in the background of your shot right now, a full fridge, and you're married to a Jonah's brother. Yeah, it's easy for you to stay the fucking side. You yeah. know? Well, that's the thing yeah. too. I love that anybody puts freedom in quotes. It's alarming. Yeah, for real. And but that's <laughs> how. But the thing is, she's. This is why influencing is so, it's such a major thing. We always just say it in passing, like, oh, they're a social media influencer. But that, we used to call that cult leaders. Yeah. Right? So she's informing all the people who love and believe in what she has to say, who go, I get my, I get what I believe from Sophia Turner, right? Now you have a mass group of people. She was great in Game of Thrones. She must know what she's talking about. Yeah, I mean, she got raped in like, every other season but and whatever. she bounced back bro <laughs> yeah did she though <laughs> but so it's just like so i go so this girl was really good in a play and now we're gonna take our political advice from her and then and like i said she's influenced people and that's why i think all celebrities should shut up because they have too much of an influence on what people I mean if you're if you're somebody listening to sophie turner or danny devito that's on you Sure. But unfortunately, there's a million people who that's on, and that's a million people who are now subjecting themselves to something that you know. It's just like. It's but a lot. here, I agree with you, Chick. But I also think that B's right too. Where like, yeah, these guys are idiots, but they're these people. Sophia Turner, them, they're gassing each other up because people are going, "That's right." And you go, "There's not even a part of you that's just like, man, I don't. You don't have to be conspiratorial or not. Just like, damn, the government just told me to stay inside, and I did." Yeah. And also, all these Trump guys, anti-Trump guys who said, once this regime starts, I'm not listening, fuck Trump, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as Trump said, guys, we're quarantining, you guys, please, everybody, go in. Oh, you're just going to listen to the regime again, you fucking idiots? Nobody knows what they believe in, that's why. Yeah, because they're all bullshit. It's all, you know, ran by fear. Yeah. Which, I'm not saying it's not real, but. Well, that's my whole thing. I think it's real, but there's, you know, it's easy to get things done and do things when people are in this state. Yeah, of course. Fuck. They're taking crazy. They're taking note of that. Look at 9-11. After 9-11, I always find it funny, right? Because before 9-11, nobody wanted to get checked going into an airport or whatever. Then it happens, and it's like, why did they? Why were these people able to get on a plane? So then they take away all that, and now it's like, I can't even go on a plane with a bottle now? Well, it's like, fucking, right. what do you want? You can't please anybody ever. But, dude, you know what they're doing now? They're going... But this is why it's, it's tricky and slippery slope because you just said the whole thing about airplanes are not allowed to bring water bottles because of this event that happened. You know what they're doing to certain employees? They won't let you into work until they check your temperature. 
I know. That's yeah. like some shit you saw in like Contagion. Exactly. <laughs> like some, it's some movie that we've seen. That's Contagion. But dude, then it's like a slow, now they're slow, like, and again, this is my conspiracy mind going, but now they're slowly infringing on a little more. Let's take your temperature. You know what? Soon, let's take your blood. You know what? We're going to actually need you. Well, I don't to... care. I want my temperature taken. That's what everybody argues. Yeah. Exactly. Like, do until somebody in your family maybe has a 99 and you're like, wait, that's not even a high temperature, but they're like, oh, it's high. Yeah. And now also, I'm just going to give the government a swab of my cheek. Yeah, go ahead. Keep, keep on to that. Hold this. For me, you're giving DNA yeah. to the government. Of it. They're not oh, doing it rectally. And now, whenever so. they run it through DNA, not that like obviously if you don't commit crimes, you don't have to worry per se. But now your DNA's in there when they run DNA on everything, and it's like, oh, it's a match. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Like, it's probably been like uh, s- several murders that have been solved because of that. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, the, the 23 and me from 23 yeah. and me. Yeah. Because it could be even a relative. Oh, 23 and me, you're saying. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, not from the pandemic yet. What are you talking about from COVID people getting tested and DNA? No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. So. But, hey, it's probably going to happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's nuts. No, it's, it's not just, like It's just like that's what you say. There's a lot of stuff where it's like you watch these movies, right, and then you see what's going on, and it's like, sometimes you laugh about it, like, oh, that's funny, this happened in this movie, and then you, like, sit back, and you're like, hmm, <laughs> what the fuck is next? I, I just didn't like the questioning, like, we should all, whether the government's right or right or wrong, you just, there should be a little bit like, are we, well, hold on, why? You know, nobody yeah, needs to. Yeah. yeah, maybe we do it, but, like, let's talk it out first. I know, and what the fuck is <laughs> I'm here writing rhymes in my Brooklyn apartment. So what the fuck do I know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We're all going a little start crazy. Well, that's why, like Chris said a couple of days ago, he's like, what are we even going to talk about? I'm like, shit will come up and everybody's going nuts. It's just, you know. Well, you know what's weird too, dude? In the future, we're going to have, whether we, we're probably, we're obviously going to get over this, where we get over everything. There's going to be a time where people are going to be like, yeah, my business went under after the quarantine. After, Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. yeah. There's a deadly virus that came from it almost sounds made up <clears throat> like you would it's like a haunting you would tell a haunt story that you tell your kids, like a little ghost story. Like, yeah, there was a deadly virus that if you went outside, it'd kill your grandma. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it was from China. <laughs> Bats in China. <laughs> I'm just waiting for like uh, the the outbreak moment where they come, like the planes coming in, and they think it's coming with aid, and they just drop a nuke and blow everybody up. Dude, that's another thing I was thinking about too. Do other countries see our defenses are all being pulled back, and like we're already dealing with something internal that they see an opportunity to fight us because we're already in our own little little uh, turmoil? Yeah, yeah, you're at your weakest that could point. Be. Right? <clears throat> We are weak, right? If we got invaded by the uh, the the ISIS or whoever out there, it would be the time would be now, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and also, it, like I said earlier, if we're thinking about that, you gotta assume these guys are. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, look at B. B's already trying to transfer over. Look at what he's got behind. Southwestern. <laughs> this is Southwestern. You just couldn't yeah. find an ISIS flag. My favorite thing about that rhyme to go back completely just because it popped into my head was Laura Dern is mentioned in that. And Bruce, <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Bruce Dern might be my favorite actor of all time. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, I didn't even realize that they were related. I don't know what the are relationship they? they are, but I don't, I don't know exactly what it is. 
if it's father, daughter, brother, sister, cousins, or some shit. I'm pretty sure they're related. Yeah. Just put that but, right now. Yeah, Laura Dern getting some sperm on her. It was a good one. Right? I liked it. Dude, I'm I telling you. How many people are going to pick up on that? I love that one. That's a good uh, shout-out. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Because I thought Ern, Laura Dern, if I'm pouring it on somebody's body, let it rhyme with that bitch, because she is sexy, and I want she it with my sexy. sperm. She's a bitch sexy. Yeah. She's the couple's, the couple's second daughter, Lauren Dern. Okay, yeah. So that's her father. Okay. I knew there was some yeah. relation there. Yeah. Not sure exactly what it was. Yeah. All right. So uh, I don't know about you guys. What else you guys got going on? I did watch something. I have something, a, a pick that's yeah, we have something a, I hate. Chicks picks? Yeah. I got a chicks. What? I got a chicks not so pick this week. Oh, point. I like that even oh, okay. better. Cool. Ooh, that's good. I watch Bad Boys for Life. And I almost feel like, oh my God, you should have known this was going to be terrible. But I liked the first two. I was, you know, they were, they were simple. Like they were. Great action movies with good comedy. Right. This was fucking sorry ass plot. It was a corny ass backstory. It was just a money fucking grab movie. It was atrocious on all counts. It's like the all same right. hour joke, same fucking jokes. It was two hours long. Like it was just a waste two of hours? fucking. Oh my God. Yeah, it was. A, it was predictable. Long, they had one good scene, I think, that made me laugh in the whole. Not even made me laugh. That was like one good scene in the whole fucking movie. And Will Smith is not a gangster. I hate when he talks like he's a gangster. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And how fat is Martin Lawrence now? Dude, <laughs> even Will Smith wasn't well. looking that early in shape. Yeah, they, they should have let it be the legacy that it was. Like, two wasn't that bad. I, I like two. One was my favorite. One was yeah. great. Two was okay. One was great. Two was two was good. And they should have ended it. Why does everybody always have to come back? Like, if you guys want to do something, do a different movie. Yeah. Don't ruin the one you have. But what was worse? Chick, what was worse? Uh, the Bad Boys, what was it? Bad Boys 3? Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life or uh, Backdraft 2? Oh, Backdraft 2 was that far. Was, that was worse? Bad Backdraft 2 was near unwatchable. Okay. You know what movie I liked back in Martin Lawrence's days? Um, the first Big Mama's House and... Uh, what's it called? Blue Streak. Oh, Remember Blue, Blue Streak, Streak was, was a great movie. Yeah. Blue I love Streak. that movie. That I love great. Nothing to Lose with him and Tim Robbins. With Martin Lawrence and Tim Robbins? That was great. I don't think I've seen that. By the way, I think Blue Streak robbery when they really rob Tim Robbins' boss and then they go on the run that's two of them together. No, I've never seen that. That sounds Dude, good. That. That's a fucking funny movie. Nothing to Lose. I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. I gotta finish Tiger King first. What do you think of this? Tiger King? I mean, I'm in, you know? I'm in. I was in too, and I finished it, but I still didn't think it was good. I, I didn't finish it yet, so I have to make my decision after that. It's all I know is that. Comedy. It's a comedy. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a comedy. It's on white trash people. Yeah. But... The worst. Yeah. I almost wish they all would have got Corona, and that would have been a great ending. Well, you know, you watch that, and you're kind of like, eh, a virus is necessary. Yeah. Right? <laughs> virus is necessary. <laughs> Don't you wish it was hurt, more you know? selective? Because I'd rather some older people who are on death's doorstep than these younger people. Yeah, but, you know, I, I agree with you. I think there is, should be older people. Because all the people, it's like, what are, you, what are you holding on for? Like, I think of all these nursing homes. It's like, like, even the surgeries when we are in the OR room, I see this guy. I'm like, we just gave him 
a heart transplant for what? What a waste. For a few of- years. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's, do you think that the, the transplant list should go by age or do you think they should go by need? Probability of survival. I but think a lot a of guy who's that. Se- but a guy who's 70 is going to survive it. Like, I'd say the survival rate is high. Longevity but has to go into that, too. I think younger, younger, healthier goes first. But it's not according to insurance. I think it comes down to most urgent, too. Because if younger, healthier was it, a 50-year-old person yeah, would never What doctor is going to be like... Listen, your father is 73. Uh, we need a heart immediately, but let's be honest. Do you really want to get him a heart now? <laughs> 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 Wouldn't you rather that heart go to a 40-year-old? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that, that's the conversation that, like, you know, weirdly enough, we should be having. Like, Italy's already having the conversation of, like, all right, well, we're not going to save anyone over 60 for the coronavirus. Like, they already have to have that conversation, right? They, they should be having that just literally, ago. like, yeah, Italy was like, we're not going to treat you, but we'll treat you. We're not going to treat yeah. you, but we'll treat you because we can't treat everybody. So if we think that you may not go through it, hopefully you fucking can because we're not helping. I think that should be the life's rule. Yeah, but you know what? Everybody says that until it happens to them. Of course. I mean, you know. Yeah, but that's my point. So I agree I'm with you. I'm just a lyricist from Long Island, chick. You know what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've always also agreed that there's way too many people in this, and I think we should put a limit to how many people have kids or who has kids. Well, I think it, who has kids is important because it's kind of weird that you could just have a kid, no problem at all. Yeah. But like, you got to take a test to drive a car. You need yeah. t- and you need a background check to adopt a dog. Like that's what's. You're right. Important. Yeah. Like th- there should be an IQ test. There should be like a training for parental, parental, whatever. And if you don't pass, you lose your baby. I think you need the. I'll tell you what the <laughs> test is. I'll tell you what the test is. It's genius. How did this baby get conceived? And whatever the answer is, that determines whether you're having this kid or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should. And then if you have, the only way you can have three kids is if your second kid is a twin. Like if you have twins on round two. <laughs> oh, okay. Other than that, you can't have a third kid. Give it to somebody who can't have a kid. I'm okay with that. I don't. Yeah. You don't need to have more than two kids. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, People fair. just start swapping the boys and girls, like right at birth. You want a boy, get a boy. You need a girl, you get a girl. <laughs> so now everybody can get their boy and their girl. They're picture-perfect family. They're not trying and overpopulating. the. Fu- Every time somebody has a baby, I think about traffic. I think you're right. I think abortion should be handled the same way uh, dentistry is. <laughs> 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 a yearly checkup. A yearly, You're not allowed to have a baby yet. You're yeah. not allowed to have a baby yet. It's the same as getting a tooth pulled. Oh yeah, gotta, you know, because then we don't have to worry about people maybe infecting us with these plagues. Like people, everybody thinks that we're getting, you know, to control the population. Let's start controlling the population ahead of time, so we have the the say in who goes. Mother Nature is proving itself way more powerful than we anticipated. You can't just have a population as large as we do on the globe. They're going to even it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna. So I, I, yeah. I think that, you know, that's my whole point is like the, maybe okay. the end results of this virus are going to be good, although it, the road to get there was tough. Uh, Chick, here, now we need to have this, this conversation. Okay, so then we balance out. There's nobody over 60 who survives. 
but now it comes to a bunch of young people, right? Like in our age bracket. And then it seemed to be like, well, who's got a better chance of actually doing Being something with this? Yeah. yeah. So you're dead. I'm They're dead. dead. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's dead. Most people in this podcast. Yeah, we're all dead. <laughs> I was just gonna say you're a lyricist cleaning up shit, so you think. <laughs> but he, uh, here's why I feel like I can make my case for myself because I go, who else is gonna clean up this shit? You're gonna need me out there, you know. True. I'm not. I'm not the world. He delivers meat, which is uh, an honest job. But do we need meat deliveries? You can pick you up do? your meat. You can probably you can get pick it up your own meat. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, there's gonna be a 23 year old kid who goes, "I'll deliver the meat for him for half," and yeah. then. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not needed. I know. I'm and they'll not probably needed. have better posture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love making fun of Beast's posture. I you know like how he stands like this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are ass. Chris but, uh, might be the only one who survives, and we don't even know. You have a bunch of movies that haven't came out yeah, yet. Exactly. We don't yeah. know, man. We'll never see those movies. That's but that's why he keeps saying like things are in production. You can't kill me. I can't that's that. that's <laughs> it is. Yeah. I keep extending it six months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just you know like there's certain things like I just feel like there are too many people here and we got to figure out a better way to start feeding people out. I'll tell you We're this: we're losing good people with this virus, so maybe we got to figure out a better way to even cut out the population. I, I agree, but chick. What? You'd be gone, though, under that I, No, sometimes you got to take one for the team. I'm not yeah. bringing much to the society. And I already left my legend with this podcast, so I got 105 episodes of people to listen to. <laughs> but here's another thing. Let me tell you something, Chick, and you could take, don't take this offensively, but even killing you would make no difference because you don't go anywhere. So it's not like you're taking yeah. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest thing. I always tell people, I go, even if I come to your house, I'm not drinking your alcohol. I do not drain society. No. You're, no you just drain your parents. Yes, there's two people getting affected, and you know what? That's why I probably make it. I'm like the guy who shouldn't survive in a in a uh, an apocalypto scenario, but I will make it because they of just others. they just overlook you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't even know. Yeah. It was there. dude, that's, that's the like truck. a phone bill they forgot to cancel. Yeah. That's what chick is. <laughs> oh wait, he's still here. Yeah. Oh, I've been paying this. <laughs> I'm one of these memberships. Is Jim? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, but dude I, I this is another thing i was thinking about too because they were pissed at all those kids who were celebrating spring break you're like oh my god we need to get these kids out of here they're causing i'm like you got let those guys get the virus and let well they're gonna kill their parents good look what look they <laughs> you know we don't want more of those so let them kill everyone that they're part of that let family them kill each other off yeah if we're, listen there's a reason why mother this is why i'm we can't have a government because a government trying to let us know what's good for us. But if you can't figure out what's good for us, you don't need to survive anymore. (laughs) And it's going to kill you because you're an idiot. This is why you can't quarantine people for this long, because now we just start to think and things are just running rampant and everybody. It's like a eugenics program in this podcast. (laughs) We're we're globally going mad as a whole right now. And God knows what's going to come out of this. I'll tell you what, I think this is what the country needed. We the, the society needed a pause on life to figure shit out for a second yeah. and be like, what am, what's going on? What, what are we doing? Look how fragile we are as a, yeah, as a nation. a bad way you to know? look at it, and it's really true. When else was the world going to just slow down to this level? 
There's nothing that, in, that I ever thought that the world was going to slow down to this level. We were moving at such a fast pace as a society that, yeah, this probably isn't a terrible thing. No, it's not the worst thing. It's definitely got our priorities in order. I'm looking at Nick flicking his fucking knife. It <laughs> is on an island with no hope in sight. I know. Nobody's coming to get him, and he's just fucking killing time. I'm like, you know, this is what society needed. All right? <laughs> I've always said. <laughs> A lot's changed since the last time you were on the podcast. <laughs> I know. I cut off my sleeves. I got a knife. I'm rapping. <laughs> Next time we see him, he's going to have fucking hair down to his fucking ass. Oh, I would love that. You should oh, I know, that right? I want to see you in a ponytail. Next time I, I have see no you choice. <laughs> I'm not going to have a choice because fucking there's no barbers open anywhere. Have Meadow cut it. Yeah. He cuts his own hair. Look, you want, <laughs> you know, look at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. Uh, you know what you guys should get out there and watch, though, which I loved? Oh, you're back to your picks? One. Well, yeah, I'm not, you know, it's just I guess they're picks. I'm just saying yeah, things no, no. <clears throat> was the Invisible Man. Okay. Oh, Excellent. that looked good. It was really good. Really good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Okay. Really good. Really good. I was hoping you guys said something else. I was waiting. So the guy was invisible, huh? <laughs> it's a remake. It's been you like a hundred remakes. B, B, you couldn't see him. It was so good, <laughs> you couldn't even see the guy. <laughs> All right. Another no. hot take from Chick. No, no, no. <laughs> that was a chick pick, and a chick's not so pick this week. Next week, can you please do all not so chicks picks? All right, I'll try and you watch it. You have a it. lot more to say when you don't like something. Yeah, it was really but good. When I do like something, I used to tend to give away too much, and now I don't give away anything. Go watch it yourself. Trust me. All right, that's my fucking take. Thanks, but. man. Well, this is uh, this has been a lot of fun, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Nick. Absolutely, thanks for having me. I'm I'm having a ball. I forgot. Nick, anytime you want to come back on for more rap lyrics, or when you have a song. We'd love to hear it. I'm telling you, dude, I'm going to spend my time getting good at this, and that's – I'm going to come back to the show and be better. And so people can see the progress as well, you know? Yeah. Uh, I would like to see that. We'll premiere your first song. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, that's I like that. Look forward to it. All right, cool, guys. Thanks for having me. All, All right. right. Be safe right. out there. Uh, wash you your hands. nothing to promote, so. <laughs> no, nothing at all. You can follow that's a, Nobody even has any. Every time we get off the show, it's like nobody has anything to even say that they're doing. Who, who did beforehand? People was be saying, come to my open mic Wednesday. Once every, you know? once every two weeks, I had a show. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I want to promote. I want to promote my Instagram, and I want to say uh, if your name is Crystal, follow me back. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Because I followed her. After you guys yeah. had her on the podcast, I didn't listen to it. I just saw who she was. And I was like, yeah, she should get a follow. And uh, yeah, she didn't follow me back. You should definitely yeah, follow me back. She's, she's getting a lot of follow requests probably after our show. I think that's yeah, the she, most uh, listened to gave episode. Gave her a lot, of, uh, a lot of publicity. So, yeah, She's well, become real famous because of this show. <laughs> yeah, you guys really put her on the map, you know? Yeah, that was all I we tend to do that with everybody, so good luck in the next in the future uh, podcast world. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. right. <laughs> hey, and have a good one if you made it this far. Uh, and also, I don't know if this is still recording. Yeah, it is. All right. Then I'll wait till it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
Good. Yeah.